Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Welcome to this podcast episode. This is my first solo episode in a few weeks or maybe even a month. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you. And in today's episode, we are going to be chatting about mindset during a launch, basically how to manage yourself, your shit, your genius, your ego during a launch. And I think that this is such powerful stuff and truly makes such a difference to, I think, the end result of your launch but also whether you're creating from your highest potential and possibility or whether you're creating from fear, basically, in a nutshell. So as you guys might know, I have just recently wrapped up a launch of my latest money program, Money Queen. So it's been my first time running Money Queen, not my first time running a money course though. I have run a couple of different money courses in the past. However, I haven't run any courses in the past two years, about two years. So it is my first launch like this in a little while. And I had 64 people join Money Queen, which I am... super stoked about. I'm I'm so happy with that end result. I really wasn't sure what to expect. You know, I have ran money courses before, but this one was a bit different, a different price point. I haven't done one for a while. And and I kind of I just went about things a bit differently. So I wasn't sure what to expect, but I'm super freaking happy about it. Um, and so in the follow-up to that When I did a poll on my Instagram, a lot of you said that, yes, you would love to hear about the launch in a podcast episode. Now, I've decided to do this episode, obviously, on the mindset aspects of the launch because I think that's the most important thing I can share with you. If you guys are interested in me doing one that's more on, uh, you know, like the strategy I use and the different elements, different bits and pieces I do through the launch, uh, I can do an episode on that. So just let me know, send me a DM on Instagram, but I, I'm not sure if that's going to be as useful to you as me sharing this stuff, because I think this stuff is, you know, where it's at. It's all about how you can manage yourself during a launch, how you can stay in, um, a creative orientation, a, you know, positive, positive possibility, um, true focus state throughout the launch and not be taken down by fear, doubt, um, and insecurity and have that derail your launch and 
you know, you showing up in your promotional efforts. So that's what I have decided we are going to talk about through this episode. So this episode, you know, I was trying to think of what to call these mindset things. So I call them mindset essentials. So I call them mindset tools because they're not essential to you doing a launch, but they're but I think they are if you are wanting to tap into your genius, share your soul gifts and step into or come from that place of highest possibility and highest potential for you. Then these are the mindset things that are, oh my gosh, they're just going to be, I've written down what the points are and they are game changers. So I'm excited to share this with you. And what they are in essence are all about is staying in your creative orientation. So this is, you know, this is at the core of my work and this is the core of the one-to-one coaching work that I do with people is about coming from living in your creative orientation in order to create what matters most to you in life, in order to tap into your genius and share your gifts with the world, in order to use your intuition and, you know, quantum leap, step out of doing things in a mechanical way, step into the unknown, step into infinite possibility and build a business and life around that. So everything that I'm teaching in this episode is really about living in your creative orientation and how to do that. And I'm applying it to a launch. Now I am probably going to run a program on this soon um, for people that aren't necessarily, you know, looking to do coaching or aren't in a place to invest in coaching because this stuff is just so powerful. I'm not sure quite at the stage if that's going to be this year or next year. So let's look at these mindset mindset tips, mindset essentials for during your launch. So number one is to create a true end result for your launch. So this is what you want to do right at the beginning is what is your true end result for this? And then you're going to use this through your entire launch to refocus whenever your attention is getting diverted to things that it's not truly about One of those things that your attention is probably going to get diverted onto is yourself and how you feel incomplete in some capacity. And you, that's the times you want to come back and refocus on this true end result. So your true end result, what does that mean? Um, You might've heard me talk about, you know, your true vision, true end result before, but it's basically what, what would you truly love? Not what would make you feel complete, would make you feel good about yourself, but what is your true, you know, heart desire around this, this soul expression? Um, so this can include a number of people that you want to sign up, but even if it does, that's not, that's not really like the ultimate focus of your true end result. The ultimate focus is what this is truly about for you. So to help you. I'm going to read out mine for money queen. I did have one actually that had a number of people, uh, but I think I took it off and just redid it because this is where I wanted my focus to go. So my end result was guiding a cohort of creators to change their relationship to money themselves and the world so that they may live their true nature and purpose. And that's what I made 
the entire launch about, and that is what the entire course is about. So I, the first two launches I did of my old money course, The Wealthworthy Journey, felt like absolute shit because I didn't have this. Those launches just ended up being about how many people were signing up and whether I was worthy, good enough or successful, you know, whether I felt complete by the number of people signing up or not. Now, that's not what I consciously thought it was about, but because I didn't have a true end result to orientate myself towards, that's what my I would unconsciously make it about. And that's the thing is when we don't consciously choose a, a true vision, a true end result, our unconscious default will be to make it about ourselves and our ego will make it about, well, how can I complete myself? How can I be good enough? How can I be worthy? And my God, when you're coming from that place, launching feels like shit. Oh my God. It feels so bad. If you've ever launched before and it felt horrible, this is probably what was unconsciously happening for you. So my first tip is create a true end result and make the entire launch about that. And you can put the number of people signing up in that, but use that, um, hold that loosely or, you know, have that as a focus, but don't then um, start judging yourself against it in where you are now. And then also at the end, whether that means you achieved the true, the vision that you had, just like make it about the true essence of it. Okay. So then my second tip is using your intuition. So it is helpful to use strategy and I, I use certain strategies or frameworks or structures, you know, that I've learned through marketing, but I use them intuitively, if that makes sense. So I use, I let them serve me rather than being a servant to them, if that makes sense. So I'm like, okay, what can support me um, in what I want to share? All right. It looks like this this will support me. And you know, these, so these are the emails that I'll send. And so there's a structure around all of that. Like I'm not, I'm not having no structure, but I am pulling in those pieces intuitively. What's going to work for me for this launch. And then I'm also having spontaneous ideas that I just follow through on. So that's using your intuition, going with the first thing you get, going with what's obvious and following through on those spontaneous things you get. So there was one major thing in particular that I did that um, I think it came while I was journaling and made a huge difference to my launch. And that was just an intuitive hit. It was fucking scary, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it, not make it about me. And it made a really big difference. So using your intuition and not, um, not outsourcing everything in terms of your structure and being like, what should I do? What do other people tell me to do? Uh, you want to bring in what you think can serve you basically. Then my third tip is 
don't make it about you, which is what I was alluding to in that first tip. Don't make it about you. It's not about you. Don't fucking make it about you. Stop making it about you. It's not about you. So your ego will unconsciously make this about you. It will make it about whether you're good enough, whether you're capable, whether you belong, whether anyone wants you. It will make it about you. And your job is to keep making it about the end result, not about you. This is not about me. This is about the end result. And this will make all of the marketing and promotion and sales that you do through your launch just so much easier and so much more powerful because it's not about you, whether you're worthy, whether anyone wants you, but it's about the end result. It's about... Um, what you are sharing. It's about what people are getting from what you are sharing. So don't make it about you. My fourth point is self-honesty. Oh my goodness. Be self-honest. Be ruthlessly self-honest about what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. So I was just looking back through my journal from during the launch time when I was writing things. And some of the stuff sounds really intense that I've written down. I, I wasn't like I was feeling this stuff so intensely, but I but you just get it down because this is going on underneath the surface for you somewhere and you just be totally self-honest. You know, I'm right now, I'm not feeling good enough because of X, Y, Z. Right now, I'm fearing failing because of this, this, this. And when you can be totally self-honest about that, then that puts you in a position to truly be able to refocus on your true end result. When you're not, when you're skipping that step and you're not being self-honest, about where you are and you just try to refocus, what you've done is you've basically just like pushed down or pushed away what truly is going on for you, those fears, doubts, and insecurities. And then they keep like creeping up and they're like, oh, but you're a failure or you're not good enough or because you've only had this many people sign up, it means you're never going to get anywhere in life. And they, they keep popping up and surfacing and you're trying to push them away. When you can fully just let them be there and totally acknowledge them and to actually have the self-honesty to articulate it really concisely, it often bursts them like a balloon. They just pop, you know, they might come back, but they just pop and they actually do free up your energy to focus on your true end result. You don't find yourself just going back and obsessing, like just for some reason you're going back and feeling unworthy or going back and feeling like a failure, um, even though you're trying to refocus. When you can fully like let it out and then refocus, it actually frees up the energy for you to do that. So self-honesty, self-honesty. So I thought um, I would read out some of the things that I wrote down. I'm actually not sure if I was going to do this and it feels really vulnerable, but I'm going to do it. So at some point I'm opening, I'm open to like one page on my thing. I was writing down, 
I fear people will hate it. I feel people think it's basic. I feel people will be bored and unengaged. I feel that I fear that I'll do a bad job. I feel fear. Sorry, I keep saying feel. I fear I'll look stupid. I fear the exercise will fall flat. I fear that I'll stumble over my words. I feel fear no one will want what I have to offer. I fear no one wants me. I fear people will leave early. <laughs> I fear people will think I haven't given enough value. And then I just totally allowed that. You know, and there was other times I saw in this journal where I'd written down, you know, when I was obviously feeling a bit triggered, like, why exactly am I feeling not good enough? Like, what are the exact things that I'm making mean I'm not good enough? And the more self-honest you can be, the more powerful you're going to be. The next uh, tip that I've got down is asking what's the payoff? So I also did this a few times during the launch is what is the payoff? So anytime you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling muddled, even, you know, you're feeling, uh, maybe you're feeling a bit shit about yourself or uh, self-worth stuff is coming up. There is always a payoff to your ego. It is an egoic strategy to keep you safe, to keep you from something that your ego thinks is going to be dangerous. So something that you can help in that, to, to use in that process is just asking yourself, what's the payoff here? So there was, um, I know there's at least one time because I looked in there, but maybe a couple of times that I just was feeling so tired. And that is a pattern for me. I know that I now know comes from my ego that I don't have to feel tired. And so I just go, what's the payoff? And I break that down. The payoff of feeling tired is that I won't, um, you know, I won't show up. I won't put myself out there. So therefore no one can hate me. No one can reject me. No one can think I'm bad, you know, all of these kinds of things. And I get to stay safe. And so it could be asking yourself, what's the payoff of me feeling like shit right now? What's the payoff of me feeling overwhelmed? What's the payoff of me feeling confused? What's the payoff of me feeling indecisive? All of those things, you can just ask yourself, what's the payoff of this? Because it's giving you something and that's why you're doing it. That's why, you know, your consciousness is doing or creating that thing. It's giving you something. So asking, what is the payoff? My next pointer is intention. So there's a really great um, spiritual teacher that I, their name is failing me right now, that says you will experience what you intend. And so intention is a really powerful thing to use, but not just in the way that you're probably thinking right now. So yes, have the intention of your true end result, the, what you want to create from your launch. But the other ways that I use intention is to intend to be aware of when I'm in my shit, intend to be aware of you know, when I'm in my ego and sabotaging myself, intend to refocus when that happens, intend to come from your creative orientation, intend to be aware of your intuition, intend to follow through on your intuition. They're all things that I intend continuously throughout a launch, but I also have versions of them that I intend just throughout my life so that um, I experience what I intend. So your intention is not just about your end result. It's also about all of those different elements so that you can live powerfully and live from your genius, your creative orientation. 
so there's some things after I wrote down actually the stuff because I've just got one page open uh, or one spread open. Once I wrote down some of the things I just shared with you about the, those fears, I moved into intentions and what I would love. And so this, I think this must have been just before my free class. Um, and so some of my intentions that I wrote down, well, firstly, I wrote that I would love to share from my heart and soul how you can make change in your financial reality and anyone can do it. I would love to make the class fun, accessible and bring hope and joy to everyone in the class. I allow, so this is my intention part then, like this was just a free flow. Um, the perfect stories to occur to me. I intend to allow my genius through and have my genius run the class. I intend for the best outcome. I intend to get out of my way and let my genius superconscious do its magic. I intend to share with hundred percent heart and soul. I intend to embody love. I intend to serve the greater good. I intend to be present and humble. So that was some of my intentions that I just free flowed before that class. And then anytime I was journaling, you know, I would intend, what do I want to experience here? My next point is self-reflection. So this is basically implementing a lot of the things that I have just been sharing with you is taking that time to self-reflect. So just taking that time, you know, before you're going to run a class or jump on an Instagram live or, you know, do something to just get down. Where am I at? What's truthfully happening right now? What would I love? What are my intentions? And to continually do that after something that you run, you know, before you're going to write your emails or whatever, do some of that self-reflection, or maybe you do it in the evening before you go to bed or in the morning, but can you, I mean, and you don't have to dedicate hours to it. Like I was pretty flat chat during this launch with tasks because it was my first time running this course. And so, so many things to set up my first time with all of what I did for the promotion. So it was a lot of work. Uh, so I didn't dedicate hours to it, but I just took the time to tune in and just, you know, write down whatever was happening for me. And then my final tip, I don't even know what number this is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Number eight is surrender. Some of you, when you hear me say the word surrender, you're going to be like, yeah, but how do you surrender and get stuff done? So surrender is actually about, to me anyway, surrendering, trying to control circumstances. Soon as you start trying to control circumstances, you are not in your genius, you're in your ego. As soon as you're trying to control how many people sign up, how can I get this many, you know, onto my free thing or onto my email list, it's all this control energy hanging on and you will then be drawing from your beliefs as soon as you do that. So surrendering is about actually being able to stay in that space of the unknown and staying in the space of the unknown is about being able to stay in the space of infinite possibility of your highest potential. You have to surrender to be there. You have to surrender knowing how to work it all out. You have to surrender controlling everything because as soon as you try to do that, you will just be back in the realm and the scope of the known and you will not be able to connect with your intuition because you're just in controlling. So surrender is just that 
handing it over, um, surrendering, trying to control circumstances. You can, you know, you can make that an intention. You can have a little thing you say for it, like a consecration, handing it up and over to the highest good of all beings and just choosing to be of service and choosing to step into the unknown. So there was, I, it was quite a few times through this launch because I did some things I had never done before that I was like, oh, I can feel the discomfort of this because I don't know how this is going to go because I've never done it. And the real tension around that and having to just let go and soften to it. And, you know, this, I think, I think it can be hard to get how surrender actually does help because it's like, well, what am I going to do differently if I surrender or not, if I'm going to keep doing things, but it's, it just makes that shift in your consciousness and it changes your energy basically. And that's changes how you think and feel. It changes how you come at things. It changes. A big thing that it changes is what you perceive and observe. So, um, when we're not surrendered, you can think of it like being really tunnel visioned and you're not open to anything new coming in. You're not open to trying anything new or intuition because you're just like, you're like, you got your blinkers on, you're looking down at your page kind of thing. And being in a surrendered state is basically being in an open and receptive state. And it's in that open receptive state that your intuition can come in, that you can be aware of it, and that you're open to even following through on the things you get, even though they might not make sense. Um, or there's something that you don't feel like you can control, which usually they won't be. So they are my mindset tips and essentials for a launch. And again, this is all about staying in the creative orientation. And this is your most powerful place to be to create the end results that matter to you. So to recap them, it's to create a true end result at the start of your launch and make it about that to use your intuition through the launch. So that still means, yes, use strategy and structure that's going to serve you, but let yourself be guided by intuition. Let intuition, intuitive ideas come in and follow through on them. Don't make it about you. If you notice you're making it about you, refocus on your true end result. Self-honesty, be honest about what's coming up for you, why like dissect that stuff and then make it about what it truly is about. Ask yourself, what is the payoff whenever you're feeling stuck or in a state that is um, unhelpful or hindering to you? Setting intention, all those different aspects of intention, self-reflection. So you're taking that time to self-reflect on all of those elements that I've just been sharing about. And finally, surrender. Just keep handing it over and keep surrendering control over the process, over the end result, over your current circumstances. So they are my tips for you. I pray that this episode has served you. If you have got something out of it, I would love for you to share it on Instagram. Either send me a personal DM or take a screenshot of this episode and share what you got in your stories and make sure to tag me at alexh.co so that I can see it. 
And if you are new here or you haven't already subscribed to the podcast and you're loving these episodes, then I invite you to subscribe or follow. Uh, I release episodes weekly on a Tuesday and it's all about empowering you to create the end results that matter most to you in life. And that's all from me for now. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thank you.